Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Blandalorian and Grongu Rugo. on, on Rugo. Rugo. Yeah. Rugo. At this point, I mean, who even cares? But like, um, yeah, man, it's uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Big movie announcements like this are traditionally made at things like Star Wars Celebration because that's when they line up all their upcoming slate of uh, releases and they could really build up the hype for it and get a good audience. This really felt like, quick, just get something on social media now. <laughs> Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a Mandalorian movie coming. Okay, sure. That's that's totally uh, believable. What do you think about it? Are you more excited for that or the sh- for it to be a show? Uh, so, excitement, excitement, yeah, excitement is a strong word. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'll be fair on this one, right? I am on the meta level, just from the production side of things, it's kind of interesting that they managed to get John Favreau back and that he's doing a movie. And were it in any other studio, I would say, well, he's got a good chance of producing something halfway decent here. Um, within the context of Disney and the framework that they've created, the environment they've created, uh, I don't think he's got any chance of producing anything good because I think this will be constrained by all of the usual rules that come with like making anything within the Disney umbrella you know, it's going to have loads of uh, f- loads of um, nostalgia baiting. It's going to have loads of crappy humor that probably it doesn't need. It's probably going to have uh, a strong female companion who's going to be better than better than the uh, Mando at everything. Um, it's going to kill it. And on a purely conceptual, creative level, um, I am so fucking over these two characters. I don't care about the Mandalorian. I never cared about Grongu. Uh, so I'm just going to go with Mauler's name for it now. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, man, he was just there to sell merchandise. That's all he was. Uh, he's not a character in the normal sense because he doesn't have a personality. Um, and the Mandalorian is is done, like his character arc's done. And he never had much of a personality to begin with. And I don't even think that a movie is a good setting for him. You know, uh, he was at his best... And this is why season one of The Mandalorian did as well as it did. Doing episodic adventures, relatively small, low-level, self-contained stuff. But they finally got their hands on something that was successful uh, and that pleased the fans. And so they tried to ramp it up and expand it and create this big overarching story that just wasn't supported by the the structure of the show. Um, And they're just going to take that to the nth degree with a movie. They're going to try and make it big and epic, and there's going to be like massive confrontations, probably with Thrawn or someone else. And it's just, it's, it's just too much. Um, 
it, it's not going to work. So yeah, that's my extremely long-winded answer to say no. I'm not that excited let me, about let it. Let me let me ask you something. If you were to go and like, let's say they were like called you up, what would you do to fix it? What would you do to write the story? Like, hey, here, here's freaking twenty million. We want you to do this story, Mando movie four, basically. I would say no, thank you. <laughs> I mean, like off the you top wouldn't of take my head. it somewhere cool, like, like, wh- it, like, where it, would you want it to go? It would have it would have to be to get him back to being a bounty hunter to take yeah. on some bounty that that seems initially pretty easy on the surface, and it leads him to like a bigger like organized crime ring or something that he yeah. has to take down. That's like a threat to like some local people. Like maybe make it into some kind of like seven samurai type thing. Um, I think there's there's plenty of western influences or sorry you know the western genre particularly that you could draw on with this kind of thing um so i'm keep it low level keep make him be a bounty hunter again make him be a badass again minimize grogu i i kill kill grogu that's what you do that's how you fix it you kill Um, grogu absolutely (laughs) because he is kill that little bitch they're never gonna kill (laughs) because he's so stupid like he's a what they have done to him is so retarded because he's overpowered as hell but only when they happen to need him to be he knows how to do this when he happens to know how to need to do this he understands everybody when he needs to understand he's a 50 year old baby who uh, (laughs) it's dumb it's stupid kill him get him out and i would want want yeah kill him (laughs) I would want the tone Damn. to be serious. I would want this to be a serious adventure. And Grogu just precludes the possibility of that because he's just there to do dumb, so, goofy, cutesy stuff. And it just ruins it. What's mm. funny from my POV, like having any thought about what kind of place we would take it, I didn't even entertain Grogu being in it. I was like, no, that's not happening. I was going to say, like, it would be cool maybe to enter a world where Mando is now relatively well-known and celebrated. And then he takes on a project that he's overconfident with. And not only like fails it miserably, maybe loses a bit of his tech, gets seriously wounded, but also a lot of people die because he doesn't uphold his end of the uh, the exchange sort of thing. And the movie's just about him being humbled a bit, understanding that uh, he's gone way too... His, his fucking life has been insane. He went from being like a nobody bounty hunter to one of the most known and interesting characters in the world, collecting items from all the most famous people in the world. And just now that like he got over in his head and and uh, he you know bring him down a bit, have him go through something that's real difficult instead of yeah. fake difficult, like where he's crouching and loads of people are shooting at him, and it's all bouncing off, and then someone comes in and says, "I got you, buddy," and then they work together. That yeah. sort of stuff. Like I'm bored at this point. Yeah. But like, remember he got captured at the end of Mando season three, and it meant nothing because they didn't strip him of his armor. They just yeah. left him yeah. to keep all of it. The Grogu saved off. him yeah. in a robo suit. Oh, oh, I, hate, I hated that dude that was literally like when um what was it iron man or no hulk was in the hulk was the hulkbuster suit no not yeah yeah. Hulkbuster yeah. Suit, yeah yeah i'm like can we just have him like you did in the trailers with actual hulk like this is so stupid it, his why are you literally You're... putting down his powers to put him in some mechanical machine when grogu could have probably like and the, here's the other thing is that Yoda said, "For what do you say? For eight hundred years, have I trained Jedi? So when he was nine hundred, so that means he was a, a Jedi. I, he was a Jedi master at hundred in so in old continuity. Yeah. So then I'm thinking, like, is Grogu about to go through some like Pokemon evolution, like into Charmander <laughs> or something? And within you know, like the next few years, or like, what's the deal? Because like, there's I, I, no way he becomes a Jedi master in fifty years from now. Well, forty five. They, they've from written now. they've written themselves into a corner with this character because his entire appeal is predicated on him being cute." Like he can't speak, he just makes these little baby noises and he does goofy things. The the moment you try and move him on, which they desperately need to do, you're right about that. They would have to like take him to the next like 
evolutionary steps so he's able to start doing. Yeah. yeah. They won't do that though, Go because then he would immediately lose his appeal. He wouldn't be cute anymore, and he would just be another like Yoda character, Yoda light. And they can't do anything with him, so they're stuck with him. This is why I would just get rid of him. I would like either have him go off on another adventure or stick him in a fucking food blender or something. Just get rid of him. Out of they the story. had the chance. They think... they separated at the season two, and you have yes. Mando doing his shit for X amount of time, and then there's that time where he's in need of someone's help, and it's like you need a Jedi, and it's like, well, let's go back and see Grogu, and he's fucking grown up, and it's a different idea at that point because <laughs> you're like starting the show off with the baby is a choice, but you know, like yeah. the um, wolf and cub stories sort of stuff, like you. You usually have a, a a a kid that can develop, have an arc, bring a spark to the person. It's like it's not like it's impossible with a baby, but like they've they've run it dry. There's nothing else they can do with Grogu and uh, and Mando together. They, they did it way too fast. They went through this entire story arc way too fast. They rushed through it. the The first season, the first season of Mandalorian, should have been him doing different bounties and accomplishing different missions that you know the underbelly of the world here out in some desert planet here all all around the galaxy yeah. all to get more beskar and to assemble parts yeah. of his armor yeah. that's what the whole thing should have been and yeah. throughout that you're getting those glimpses you're getting those flashbacks of him as a kid blah 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 and then maybe by the end of mando season one then you introduce this new element it's like what does he do season two could be about them and him trying to decide what to do you know, rather than rushing through it like they did. But then whatever happens at the end, when you do hold the Mando season two and the whole journey is about getting him back to the Jedi and getting him back to Luke Skywalker, you can't then erase that in yeah. one dog shit episode of Book of Boba Fett seven months later. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That And that is why to me, when you go back, if you do a rewatch of Mando season two, it's it literally means nothing. It's just jangling keys, a bunch of cameos. Mando happens to run into every important person who's still living in the galaxy in a couple week time period. And the journey that they go on, Mando's like giving up Grogu after getting attached to him. It means nothing. Yeah. So uh, to me, if you're going to do a movie, I think you have to get rid of Grogu in some way. I, I don't know how you do that, but it should just be based on a bounty hunter doing bounty hunter things. And you put him in a position of having to choose between some different moral thing. Hey, I need to take care of these guys, but what about those innocent people? They might get affected. Pretty simple. You've seen that done a million times, but yeah. it needs to get back they, to they that. They did that. They of, did that yeah. with season two. It was perfect. The exit. Grogu was with Luke. Okay, he's going to go be with Luke for like the next however long. And then all of a sudden in Boba Fett, oh shit, he gets Ubered back. That, and that's and where that, you can 100% tell where the studio got involved. And oh, just they said, like, well, we need him back. Yeah, like, he's literally the only piece shit. of merch that sells now. Uh, right. We need to get him back in the show. Right. And it's like, dude, what the... F <laughs> like, how was that two years? Honestly, it, like, it, that was a two-year gap that he was it, with Luke? And it wasn't. Be, be no, like, it wasn't. And Favreau has been completely off the mark with everything. When in terms of the timeline, which is scary because him and Dave Filoni are the ones constructing this timeline. Dave Filoni gives his typical like mushmouth answer. Well, you know, it really just depends on what you think it is. You know, we don't really have any lines dedicated or drawn in the it's timeline yet. Right. Yeah. And where in fa whereas Favreau has said, well, it's somewhere between two years and zero years, basically, yeah. that he was actually with Luke. It Literally. is time. We know that. Literally. Got that confirmed. I I know, I was really, like, <clears throat> season three just really shit the bed, and it's, like, completely regressed the story. Like, I feel like season three should have been season two, and then season two should have been season three. Like, should have swapped places. 
because the way it ended in season two was perfect. That was so dope. But uh, you might disagree, but at least there no, was like, so much story there. <laughs> so, I mean, seeing what's been done with season three, what does that make you feel for the movie? Uh, that they're probably going to get back on track and they realize like, okay, this was shit. 